Don't be ashamed to learn things that you need to know. Here's Sexplanations with Dr. Doe. Welcome to the second episode of the Sexplanations podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lindsay Doe, clinical sexologist and also the host of Sexplanations' YouTube channel. Uh, today, that job for me means that I am working on figuring out this sex thing that uh, I have appointments with clients in my private practice. I lecture at college campuses and do personal research. One fact about me is that I was born the same year AIDS was first identified. So like many of you, I've never lived in a world where it wasn't important to have protected sex. My current curiosity is, will there ever be a time in the future when sex isn't risky for infections or pregnancy? And what to expect from today's episodes? I am joined by comic John Howard to talk about sex shields, that is, condoms, dams, and gloves. Does he use them? Do I? What's the news on safer sex and where we want protection to go in the future? Here's a message and a test question from our sponsor. Testies, testies, explanations, testies. This podcast is brought to you in part by generous contributions from listeners like you who go to patreon.com slash explanations podcast and give us money. I'd like to give a shout out to those pledged at the boss level, Laura Schuster, Donna, and the Millers. Now a multiple choice question. The National Survey of Sexual Health and Behavior found adults using condoms for intercourse rated the sexual event A, positively, B, negatively, or C, indifferently compared to sex without them. And that's in terms of arousal, pleasure, and orgasm. We'll talk about the answer with our co-host, John, in a moment. So, John Howard, I've invited you. You're a comedian and a dad. You are also my student at the university. Yes, very two classes. Two? Yeah, you had me uh, in human sexuality, I believe. And then there was also like a fitness class that you taught as well. <laughs> Awesome. You can tell me more about how that experience was for you. I wanted to do this second episode of Sexplanations with you because condoms are hilarious and you're a funny man. You're also super sex positive. And I'm guessing that because you have a child now, there was a time that you did not use condoms. Anything else we should know about you to judge you? Uh, no, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. Yeah. Being that I am now a father, I, you know, we kind of stopped using condoms there for a while. And then these uh, miracles show up, I guess you could say. Yeah. <laughs> Just knock on the door after about nine months. Cool. Yeah. Can you tell me, first of all, yeah. what the difference is between calling you a comic and a comedian and which one you prefer? I, do, I don't really. I, you know, there's really no preference term. Really? You can even just call me a person. Like, I don't mind. It really oh. has to be comic or comedian. It okay. doesn't really matter. But professionally? Oh, it, I'd put either one on my business card. I think I have in the past. Cool. I don't even. Okay. If some like... people take that personally, then yeah, that's their jam, I guess. Okay. Good. I mean, you could call me a... Uh, do you prefer doctor? No. Okay. I prefer not doctor. Not doctor. Yeah. So, okay. Not doctor, Lindsay Doe. But unless it's playful, like the character okay. would be I doctor. Okay, I got you. Yeah, sure. Okay. So, John, what do you think the answer is to our multiple choice question? When polling people? What, do we know where the poll took place really fast? Just uh, You said it, but... Uh, the Kinsey Institute oh, yeah, did the okay. poll, yeah. and it's probably the largest recent poll, comprehensive poll on sexual behavior. I'm going to go with, uh, like, C. What was C? Like Indifference. Kind of indifferent. That's what I'm going to say. Positively. Positively? Yeah. Oh, oh, wonderful. I know. I think part of it is because if you're wearing a condom or there's a condom involved, you can be more relaxed about the potential outcomes That's of the experience. sure you're not on edge the whole time. Yeah. Like, this could just go down at any moment. We have to be very secure here. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I will say that I struggle with the use of condoms, um, 
to me, there seems to be more friction when that material is there. Mm -hmm. And so I have to be very picky about what I use. I have condoms here in my bag. No, yeah, I was was actually just trying to think back like the last time I used a condom. (laughs) <laughs> and it was like it was like four or five years ago. It was a long time ago. And and how was it? You know, it was it was more of just like it was a nice time. It was a good barrier. I remember the first time I used a condom, and it just was like it was like mind blowing. You're like you weren't ready for any of the experience that you were sh- using because you're not used to like that kind of like sensitivity hitting uh-huh. you in other ways or like a super secureness, and you're just like Phew. it was over fast. It was not a, not a good showing. <laughs> With the condom the first time? Yeah, the first time you're wearing it, like the first time you actually like have sex with a condom on, it just was over in like like 30 seconds. It was just done. I was done. Okay. It was just overpowering. It was too much. Was well, just, good thing you had it on. Yeah, yeah thank God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and so then the most recent time was, it was... Yeah, it was, it was more routine. It was very like a kind of a structured process. Like you do this now and then we move on. So. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Any condom tips? Uh, get the air bubble out, right? I believe that one always stood yeah, in the class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you pull it out and you yeah. pinch the tip so yep. that there's space for the semen to go. Mm-hmm. You I don't like pull it down really taut on the, the head of the penis because you want there to be room. And it could just pop. And I've had, I mean, we've yeah. all had them pop at the same time. Like sometimes they're just not secure. They just blow out right I away. I have not had any pop. Well, that's because you're going professional. What's going on with you, John? <laughs> you just, clearly you don't have as much human error as I do. So nice work. <laughs> Or maybe your dick just blows bubbles or something. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. That'd be the best. <laughs> Can make balloons right out of right out of condoms. Oh my gosh. Before we get into things, we're going to listen to a little montage of the second episode of Sexplanations, the YouTube channel. Cool. So that, that's really what our topic is today. We're talking about protection that is both for preventing sexually transmitted infections and pregnancy. And that comes in the form of dams, gloves. In condoms, which are like more colloquially known as female condoms that go inside the body or on condoms, what people also call male condoms. All right. Well, have you seen that episode of Sexplanations? Should we play it? Yeah, let's play it. That sounds wonderful. It's Dr. Doe's mission to now explain these sex positions. Hey. All right, so imagine an early biped walking around the planet 10,000 years ago. This person's got cracked heels, calloused feet, a lot of things going on with her soles. She finds herself some leftover mammoth hide and straps it on to her feet. And now we've got first generation sandals, which have then become shoes and heels and what is now a $100 billion industry. Why is this industry so booming? Because in addition to wanting to safeguard our toes, we also like to express ourselves through our footwear. Human beings also use similar systems to avoid making babies and to protect themselves from diseases. They also started with animal parts. Condom materials have evolved to include latex rubber so you don't have to share your animal friends during your sexual episodes. Dams. Dams are a form of protection for analingus and conolingus, oral sex on the vulva, oral sex on the anus, and they are made out of polyurethane or latex laid over top of the person's body fluid membrane. The partner can lick like this and have fun without exposing face to groin or groin to face. In condoms. Condoms that go inside the body. Expiration date. It kind of looks like a bag. Inside it has a ring that's similar to the Nuva ring, except this one does not have hormones in it. And on the outside there is also a ring. Out condoms. 
First thing you're gonna do is check the expiration date. Then you're gonna let go of the erection. You're going to tear this little piece down the side and leave that guy on so you don't have to worry about finding it the next day. Push the condom out rather than gritting it with your fingernails. Grab it with your fingertips and then make sure it's going in the right direction. See that you have rolled it on your two fingers. It's easily moving down. If it doesn't and you've tried it on your fingers, not to worry, there are no body fluids there. But if you try it on penis and it goes the wrong way, make sure to throw that condom away. Grab all this excess material here and pinch it so that there's no air inside. Set it on the glands or head of the penis and then roll it over the corona, this ridge right here. Should roll all the way down to the base. Watch out for pubic hair. Make sure that it fits comfortably and that there's no air up in this portion here. We want this excess material here because that's where the seminal fluid goes. When you're finished, the person wearing the condom pulls it off away from anyone's body that could get pregnant or infected with the disease and slowly remove it so that the fluid does not spill out. When you have the condom off of the body part, tie it in a knot and throw this guy in the trash. All right, so this is a portion of the show called Sex Positions where okay. we do take us we take some stances on condoms, the episode of Sex Shields, what we think. Yeah, okay. Um, how we would do it differently. Do we break them down? Or how I would do it differently, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Which one do we start with? On it's all up this to one? you. You can ask me questions. Okay, I think I think the one thing, I the dams, is always, even in the class, I remember, I always thought, like, those are kind of some strange things. Like, <laughs> everyone thought, like, there's also the Wayne's movie where they use, like, saran wrap instead to kind uh -huh. of make a dental dam. Like, how common are the dams? I don't know how common they are. Do people use them? We I need guess? to. Are they regularly me? selling? Yes, um, there's a brand called Hot Dams. It's like salmon flavored. Uh. <laughs> I mean, they do make flavored ones. Okay. Um, they have really cool systems, like underwear that are um, crotchless that you can kind of buckle them into or snap them into, oh, so you don't have out. to hold okay. the dam up at the same time as you're maybe using your fingers in the process. Um, I, yeah, I know people use them, and I know that saran wrap can work if you're using non-microwavable saran wrap, because otherwise the microwavable saran wrap has to have pores in order for steam to escape, and so those pores kind non of defeat the purpose. microwavable that's, yes. that's a big deal. Okay. Yes. That's pretty crazy. And you can make a dam from okay. a glove by cutting off the, the thumb part of the glove. Like a latex glove? Yeah. Or like a... Yeah, so you would cut off... Not like off. a garden glove or like a construction working no, glove. No, yeah. no, no, no. Okay. Well, preferably vinyl. Okay. I, I don't... I, if you could avoid latex because some people have allergies okay. to it, then I would. But you would cut off the pinky ring and middle finger so <laughs> that you have the pointer finger and the thumb to penetrate while you're licking. Okay, so that's... that's so, one so of those off, is going on the tongue? One of those fingers that you're not... Um, you well, you're so the video shows it, but okay. you're you're cutting off the three fingers of the glove, and then you're gonna cut down along the side of the pinky so it gotcha. opens up, and okay. you have two yep. fingers intact, so you can do penetration of the vagina and or the anus, and then you have all of this surface area to lick the the anus or the vulva or the perineum or whatever. Okay, okay, understand. If you don't have a dental dam, go to a glove. Just or a condom. Or a condom. Because okay. you can 
also cut the tip off of the condom and then stick one of the scissor ends in the hole of the ring. Mm -hmm. And then you snip it and it will unroll into a rectangle. Oh, that's like a fun fact. Yeah. Just in case. That's why you always carry two condoms now <laughs> instead of just one because you have a dental dam just in case. Yeah. Need. Yeah. And a Swiss Army knife with a pair of scissors. So mm -hmm. that works out. Okay. Totally. I mean, you're in Montana. That's okay. That's the way it should go anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So those ones, those ones are always kind of strange to me. And honestly, in your class, I remember we learned a lot more about female condoms, too. Mm -hmm. Like that video pretty much sums up the lessons that you would give in class, especially with the female condom. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, those, those exist because it's like a parachute <laughs> for like the female anatomy. Yeah, but it doesn't go in there and then open no, up. No, I know. I know. It's, just, it's cool. Go on. I didn't yeah. interrupt. No, <laughs> I... I think it's funny that a lot of people imagine the vagina like it's some open cavern and you put this condom in and then there's no feeling. You won't feel the walls of the vagina and it's just a giant open bag that you're fucking. But that's not the case. I don't think that. Okay, I don't good. think it's like an open bag or like just, you can just throw things down it like a tunnel or anything. I'm just saying from the demonstration that you gave, it looked really nice. It looked like it just kind of opens up like a parachute. Oh, yeah. Now, how often are those used? That's, Gosh, not often enough. Not often enough. And yeah. what's the... Like, the dams and the end condoms, people don't know a lot about, and there's taboo around them because no one makes it accessible for them to touch and explore them or try them. They're also more expensive than on condoms, so to really try it, you have to purchase a few of them, and they're, you know, a couple dollars a piece. What's in, like, the... What is it? Isn't there like a rate for success, like human error, anything like that? Yes. So, I don't um, know the exact term. In okay. condoms, so the female condoms yeah. have a lower rate of effectiveness than on condoms. But part of that is, you know, more user error because oh, yeah. less use and, um, you know, fewer research studies around them. I'd say it's probably most of everything is all human error. Like, again, there's always... People are going to screw up anything. And when it comes to these kind of like sex and some devices and ins and outs and dental dent, like people are going to screw up. Like that's, that's a lot of human error uh, out there. That's true. Yeah. Okay. So um, there are these <laughs> questions people have asked. Okay. okay. And I'm wondering if you want to take on the task of answering them. Yeah, I'll try it. I'll you see. can be a lay person. That's okay. kind of sexual, right? Yeah. 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 I'll, just, I'll lay here. You got it. Go on. Okay. So Garrett Morris, so these, these are questions from the comments section of that particular video. Oh, cool. Okay. Neat. Garrett Morris asks, what should you do if you want your parents to buy a box of condoms, but you're too shy slash embarrassed to ask? Oh, that's a good one. Now, like I think of creative ways is like, you know, like you got to be like, oh yeah, we're just like, if you're talking about your partner with your parents, like we're just really into each other and. Too bad I don't have a job right now for the summer. You know, like really put the guilt on them pretty hard. I mean, like, because most, I mean, not all parents understand, but most parents would be like probably understanding. But yeah. I'd say lay on the guilt pretty hard to the parents. That's such an interesting route to take because instead I would be like, hey, are there any chores that I could do to make some money so I can go buy my own condoms? Oh, yeah. I think that's all, that's actually included in the whole thing. Okay. You, know, you, you ask, but at the same time, just kind of show, push them in the direction that you're going. Like, hey. Like, Hook me up. We don't have a lot of work right now. Okay, it's not a lot of work for teenagers. Like, what can I do to make this happen? <laughs> to protect myself. Yeah, I'll ride my bike. That's fine. But can I have some condoms, please? There you go, Garrett. Now you know. 
guilt the parents. Lone Wolf Jags ask, will you please do a show on pronto condoms? I don't think it's ever been available in the U.S., which seems a shame. It doesn't seem like the U.S. is making any advances on the condom department. Have you heard of pronto condoms? No. Me neither. It sounds Let's look them up. like a fantastic film, like or like a... Porn? Or like a, yeah, a porn, or like a condom that's going into space. Uh-huh. You know, it's getting ready for space exploration. That's what a pronto condom sounds like. Did I say or it right? Pronto? Sta- uh, spaceship shaped like a condom. Yeah. Relaunch the first self-controlling condom. Oh, go go on. Self-controlling. Yes. Okay. What does that mean? Uh, does that mean it, like, unravels on its own? Yes. So we have a demo here that okay. I will play for us. So there's the phallus, and then okay. you just pull. Yeah. Oh, yep. Whoa. Perfect. So it looks like the packaging tells you which way to point up or down. To pull it at the same as like a pull. Well, right. Yeah. So you have the, the regular condom package, uh-huh. and it probably says this side facing your face mm-hmm. or face <laughs> I couldn't see. It says pronto over here. And then you pull with your left and right hands to tear the condom horizontally, the package. And yeah. then as you're pulling, the condom unravels <sighs> on Travels and rolls onto the timing. phallus. That's a big. That's a big timing issue. Like you got to imagine. Do you go slow or fast? Or? I, I don't know. That person. That, had that's an skill. expert that's doing that right there. Like yes. they've done this. They've used the pronto condoms many, many times. Well, okay. I'm gonna get some pronto condoms. Okay. And figure out the situation and what the barriers are to having them in the U.S. Maybe it's just that we aren't intelligent enough to know up, pull, slide at the yeah. same time. It looks like a little bit of a production. Yeah. Like lights, camera, pronto condom. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. I mean, we have very limited sex ed here. That's true. It's so we certainly do. <laughs> Who's going to teach that stuff, Lone Wolf Jags? <laughs> All right. The Imperial Girl asks, uh, I was wondering if you, Dr. Doe, or Smart Viewer could expand a little on the insertion of in condoms. I have a few questions. Is it possible or more importantly advisable to slide it along with the object of insertion? i.e. use the penis to guide it in? I mean, I unless it's for anal sex, I would not do that. I would insert it for vaginal sex the way that I demonstrate in the video. And then to answer your second question, what would your advice be on how to properly insert the condom if one finds it is difficult to get it in past the pubic bone, in this case, having very short fingers? I mean, the pubic bone is right there. So even if you only had one knuckle's worth of finger, you could push that in. Or you could use something like a dildo. You know, I can't comment on this one. I was like, I, some things I know about, but uh, you know what I found the most interesting just alone about female condoms? Okay, tell me. Is the six to eight hours thing. I was like, you just, again, that they can stay in there for that long. That's, yeah. That's amazing. Now, how to get it past the pubic bone? I, don't, I have no idea. The pubic bone is right there. I mean, that the pubic bone is part of the pelvic structure that Mm -hmm. like makes the whole shape of the vagina so really you're just you're pushing it like two centimeters in but i mean what if this person um imperial girl Mm -hmm. just has like maybe like a disability or shorter fingers would Mm -hmm. you then say that the the dildo is the best way to go about it yeah if she doesn't have fingers that are longer than a knuckle then not not toes not yeah maybe your whole hand there you go. It's a possibility. Toys, Toys. vegetables, clean things, <laughs> not glass. <laughs> That's what I was getting to. Is like, what else in the house could you use <laughs> to make it happen? 
You're not going to say no. The handle of a toothbrush. You're not going to say no to Imperial Girl. Like, this, we're going to answer this question. Yeah. Yeah. Get it in there. Yeah. And then it'll open up on its own. All you have to do is get it past that that first two centimeters. Just a little barrier. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then the object of insertion, like the penis, can actually push it in and open it up further. It's going to do the rest of the work. Yeah. Okay. Totally. Okay. Lian Van Overwall. Wally? Oh. Writes, I really want to know, do condoms make you ejaculate faster? Is it something personal, like mentally or physically, or is it an indication of a condom being too small? John. Well, yeah, it's. I've had like both instances. Again, like sometimes it seems, especially I think the one thing about condoms is if you're at a sexual practice, mm-hmm. let's say, and then you finally get to, like like you haven't been in the sexual game for a while, you know, uh-huh. uh, and then you use condoms, it tends to be a lot shorter at the same time than if you're like, you know, you've been having sex often, you're using right. condoms more, you're kind of used to the sensation. But, but then would, it's not about condoms, right? No. It's, it's just about. Yeah. Just sex, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like just excitement. getting into it. Yeah. And you're all, you're already, you're, you're, you're trained up. You're kind of okay. ready to go. So, and it all depends. Yeah. I think sometimes if you're not trained up and it's been a while, you like, boom, you'll ejaculate. Sometimes I've also found it's not bad to just like masturbate with condoms on. If you're in that situation, yeah. just to kind of get used to like what what it's going to be like. Totally. Because sometimes it can be a bit much. It's overwhelming if you're not ready for it and you haven't done it in a while. You're like, oh, okay, not gonna not gonna show have a strong showing. I should say, <laughs> you better get that dental dam ready because <laughs> so someone are, might be happy already. So your kids, um, do either of them have penis? How many kids do you have? I, I have just one son, and then I'm I'm like a stepfather to another child. Is uh. A child with a penis or an... Oh, uh, they both have penises. Okay. So, so are you going to buy these children condoms? Uh, oh, yeah. And for masturbation, like even pre-sex... You know, maybe it's just good to have... I think actually it's not bad to have condoms for masturbation because it really controls the mess. Like, mm-hmm. especially as like teenage boys, like it's it's just... Things can get messy. It just gets splashed everywhere. <laughs> it's on like blankets and stuff. It's a mess. So it's like maybe... <laughs> Maybe, yeah, I think the condoms is maybe not just having, like, a box, like a Costco brand box, just, like, catch up on everything. You're on it. Then they don't yeah. even have to worry about getting jobs or asking for money yeah. for their condoms. You, you've just prepared them. Hide it somewhere weird in the bathroom, like, under the sink or something like that. So Yeah, next to the tampons. Yeah, right there. That's, that's where we'll keep everything in the house. Awesome. Now they know. Okay, Mark Cunningham. Okay. Can two women protect themselves by use of in-condoms? Uh, yeah, yeah. Possibly. I mean, yes. Say it depends on like the like, vigorousness, like like. The yeah, speed I mean, are we talking else? about yeah. scissoring where you're rubbing the in condoms on each other, or are we talking about okay, both of us are going to use the same dildo, so we're going to make sure that our body mucous membranes are separated from that shared dildo? Yeah, totally. Yeah, that seems like the best way to go about that. Yeah. You just don't want to double bag things, so you wouldn't want to use mm-hmm. an in condom and an on condom at the same time, or a male condom and a female condom at the same time, or two on condoms or two in condoms uh, on top of each other. Yeah, it's not like groceries, all right? No, right. You, don't, you don't want to double bag no, anything. No, no double bagging. Okay. Yeah, because they'll break. Nikki Hurl asks, what is a man supposed to do if the condom can't be fully unrolled? Which okay. might be standard, I don't know. And that ring formed by the leftovers is sitting too tightly, causing an unpleasant feeling or even pain. Well, clearly, her partner shared this with her. That's the best part. Aww. That's like that was a lot of good sharing. Like, <laughs> I just want to point that out. 
Um, like, do you continue on? Do you stop? Do you just get rid of it and try another one? I think that you get a whole bunch of different condom brands and styles, mm -hmm. and then you just have a party figuring out which one is going to roll on the best, which bandwidth is going to fit so that it's not constricting or painful, or, or switch to in condoms. Oh, there you go. That's because there's give, no give that a try. <laughs> They're fun. I <laughs> no, love it them. Sounds good. That seems like the best way to get over it. It's like there's no there's no overly secureness with those. It's like everyone can be free in yeah. that area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I was thinking like, what would I do? I was like, I don't. I'd probably just get a new condom and just be like, okay, let's just try something else. Yeah, larger brand. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, something different. Just mix it up. Clearly, that's not the brand. You leave that one for the kids. That's the one you leave for the kids right there. The one that doesn't work for you. Those are the one that the kids get. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> uh, Bailey Weasley, is it really important to use dams for oral? Yes, it is. I mean, you don't have to use protection. Of course, you don't have to protect mm -hmm. yourself. But if you want to prevent oral herpes, which is something that most people have from becoming genital herpes or if you want to prevent genital herpes from becoming oral herpes on your face, then yeah, you want to use a dam. That's pretty scary. I remember that class, when you told me that, I was like, what? Because there's like type 1 and 2, and mm -hmm. they, can, they can transfer to each other, right? Yeah, because it's a virus, so it yeah. mutates in order to survive, and Ugh. they're not exclusive anymore. Just like if you go down on an asshole, you can put herpes there. If you've ever had cold sores, right, because cold sores are uh -huh. oral herpes. Or you could, if the person has anal herpes, get it on your face. doesn't sound like a winning situation. I just want to say, like, okay. Uh, the other thing, though, that really helps, because it's not just herpes, but the, the thing that okay. helps with herpes is they have found that when you tell a person your herpes status that that can actually reduce transmission rates. Just knowledge and self-disclosure. Oh. Yeah. Just cuts it down. Yeah. But you, that's awesome. Yeah. I was going to have another question. I was like, do you know percentage points? But I was like, I don't, I don't think you. No, I don't. That's too, that's too in-depth. We don't need no. to know about that. Yeah. Um, I do know from my personal experience that a partner of mine would go down on me and then he would have an outbreak within mm. days of herpes on his face. And I was like, what is going on? And over and over and over and over again, this was happening. And finally I realized that the acid from my vagina was oh. uh, irritating the nerve endings. Because that's where it comes from, right? Exactly. That's where it hangs out. And so yeah. it was just causing an outbreak because of the acid. It was triggering everything. Yes. I've heard I've heard stories about um, like cold sores, like you shouldn't even have like used the same pillowcase. Now, is this true? I once uh, was, was dating a young woman, and she texted me in the morning, oh, by the way, I have cold sores on my face. You should change your sheets and pillowcases. And at first, she was training to be a nurse, and I didn't even look up if this was true. I just, like, frantically threw everything in the, the wash machine. Does this does that work? Now that I'm here, let's, let's, dig, really... let's dig into that for just this moment. In terms of sex education, yeah. we don't talk about sheets or toilet seats, et cetera, yeah, yeah. transmitting sexually transmitted infections. Aside from HPV, the human papillomavirus, mm -hmm. they will talk about wet towels being a moist environment that can transmit what ca causes warts okay. or genital yeah, yeah. cancer, cervical cancer. So when it comes to herpes, 
people say, oh, yeah, it's fine to share drinks and chapsticks and whatever. I am so preventative with things that it's like, nope, we are going to drink from different drinks, different straws, different everything. If if especially if a herpes sore is seeping and you've got that fresh fluid, I don't want that near any part of my nervous system, which is my whole body. Yeah. You're covered in yeah. a nervous system. I didn't know if I was being messed with or not. I just took the, the proper uh, ways and I just kind of washed the bed sheets and pillows. But that's crazy. Okay. Yeah. I think it's doubtful. I believe that you could not have gotten something from the sheets unless that person had just like, what is it? seeped. Yeah. <laughs> and then you were like, mm, let me make out with this pillow. Boom. But why not wash it anyway? Right. Yeah. That's, just, no, that's just like good. Hygiene. It was just time for a wash. That's the way I thought good. it too. I was like, yes, yeah, time to. Be more sanitary. I get it. Okay. On that note, we're going to do group kegels um, called the main squeeze. Feel your kegels if you're able. Main squeeze. Where we work our pubococcygeus muscles by squeezing and relaxing our groins every time we hear a vibration in this message from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. So you're going to clench your groin. Uh-huh. The, the mu- by using the muscles oh, that stop I'm and start peeing. Don't muscle. pee on the couch, though. No. And every time, yeah, every time you hear the vibration. So. Do we clinch for a certain amount of time or we just keep clinching? You're just going to clinch, off, clinch, off. Oh, okay, just it's re- one repetitional. Clench. I got you. Yeah, okay. and then at the end we'll do some holding. Okay. Clenches. Adamandeve.com is an online superstore for adult shoppers that sells hundreds and hundreds of vibrators. This one called the Wenatchee Mega Massager is the size of a human baby. At adamandeve.com, when you use the promo code SEXPOD, you'll get 50% off of an eligible item, plus free shipping anywhere in the U.S. or Canada. Yeah. I was counting it off. (laughs) (laughs) All right. How are you PCs now, John? Good. Good. I I feel a little worn out, but I feel good. It's always good to work those pupococcygenus muscles yeah my hand is it's that looks that looks it looks like a a lamppost that's a vibrator like it looks like a lamp that you can use as a vibrator yeah you mean like a a dining room lamp yeah like a dining room lamp yeah yeah and it's like if um, the family comes over just put it right in in the in the dining room make it look like a lamp but never turn it on I mean, you have a child. This could just be a, a kid's toy. <laughs> yeah, or you could pack it in your baby carrier. <laughs> no one would know. No one would know. They would just... It's so big. It's what? A foot and a half tall? Oh, oh yeah. Maybe two feet even. No, a foot and a half. You're probably right. And then the width of the head here is about the size of a CD. So you're not going to miss with, with that vibrator either. <laughs> like, just... It's going to get there. I don't know it's it's going to get it done. Yeah. <laughs> Just use the Wenatchee Mega Massager. <laughs> It'll cover everything. Yeah. Everyone's going to win here if we use the Mega Massager. Good. Okay. So now let's talk about personal anecdotes, things in the news happening around condoms. Any information you have or questions that you have? Well, we learned about the, the proto condom. We did. Earlier. That was pretty Pront- amazing. Pront- pronto. Pronto. Yes. Oh, pronto. Pronto, oh. like. Psh- oh, I thought it was Proto. Oh, yeah, I said it wrong. Okay, I got you. Pronto, pronto condom. Yep. There's also Lilo Hex that just came out with a condom. Have you seen that one? No, what is that? It has a hex shaped pattern okay. on the latex with the idea that it's not going to fully break. So if part of it 
is punctured. Oh, the whole system isn't going down? Right. Oh, that's pretty crazy. What do you think? I like it. Do you, like, do you know? I guess, how would you? Sometimes you don't even know when you've broken, like, a, exactly. other condoms. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So on the plus side, if you don't know that you've broken a condom, it's really doing a good job of preventing the entire thing from busting and yeah. semen coming out everywhere. But on the downside, oftentimes with condoms that aren't hex, if it breaks, it breaks. And then you know and you can take yeah. precautionary measures like plan B, STI testing, et cetera. And so there anyway, there are people in both camps saying this is problematic because it's not actually telling you when it's broken. But this is great because if it is broken and you don't know, it's not making a huge mess. It's keeping everything secure. Ish. Oh, yeah. You know, that'd be that'd be like a try it out kind of thing, I imagine. Okay. Just kind of see what works. Because like, that seems insane, but I'm also kind of fascinated. I'm like, okay. You're telling, especially, I guess, if there's like a partner you're a little bit more comfortable with. That might not, that might not be as bad as normal condoms breaking. But Yeah. It could be an yeah. extra layer of protection-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> We're not selling the hex condom very well, but that is because you might not know when it's broken. A good way to know, though, is that yeah. you can, for any condom, is that you take it off of the penis and you put it in, or you, you take it off of the penis and you put it under a faucet, fill it up with water. Oh. And if there are any leaks, then you would see them come out that way. Oh, that's, a, that's a good note, just in case. Yeah. Okay. What do you think of stealthing? Have you heard of stealthing? No, I don't know what stealthing is. Tell me more. It's horrible. Okay. It's this <laughs> um, criminal trend where people will remove the condom during sex. Oh, that sounds that sounds pretty awful. Non-consensually, right? Yeah, so you're yeah. you you pull it off without the other person knowing, and you continue and uh, ejaculate in them if you so choose. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's a good time. That does not sound fun. No. No, I've never stealthed anyone. Thank you. I just want to just throw that one out there right now, but that sounds... Me neither. That sounds pretty awful. Because, like, ew, you wouldn't know till the end, I imagine, and it would be too or late. Or you wouldn't it. know at all. Yeah, ooh, that's true. I ugh. think it should be considered attempted manslaughter. Attempted manslaughter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it's up there. It's definitely, a, like, a new age sex crime that deserves to be looked into, so, Yeah. Right. That's gross. That it just leaves a bad taste in your mouth whenever you're talking. You're like, oh, these kind of horrible people. Yeah, literally, are out there. if you're doing it yeah. for oral sex. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes, sometimes semen tastes great. Onward. Yeah. I so I have some questions for you. Let's figure yeah. these things out. Let's, let's, I'm down to dive into some stuff. Three words. Three words. I was looking up. Um, what cool terms there are for condoms in the condom world so we could share new terms with people. We've got prophylactics, which is like the original oh. term for condoms, which actually means anything that in, is intended to prevent disease that's preventative, precautionary, protective, inhibitory, used to prevent disease. That's, that is prophylactics. I like the term prophylactics. You do? It sounds, uh, yeah, it sounds like a great band name. Like it really would be great, like an eight-person band Maybe do like ska or something like that. It sounds pretty awesome. <laughs> I've used the term prophylactics before just to talk above like children, around children. Oh, and yeah. Stuff like that because they don't, they won't know what it Too is. Too many syllables. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other one that I came across was casein, C-A-S-E-I-N, which is a milk protein that some condom companies use in their 
manufacturing of the actual latex. And so I'm realizing like, yeah, people have allergies to latex and they might have an irritation to the parabens that are in them or the glycerin that's in the the lubrication. But maybe part of it is that they're allergic to the milk compound that's in it. Like, the, are they like what about if they're lactose intolerant? Exactly. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's kind of creepy. That's like slipping in something even more weird. Is there... Is there? There's obviously non-milk condoms out there. There are vegan yeah. brands, yeah. There are vegan brands. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Okay, now we know. Okay. And then the third term that I came yeah. up with was barebacking. This is sex of any kind without a condom, but it's most often referring to anal sex. I've heard of that one. Yeah. That one. That one's been around for a while. Do you have any other condom slang we should include? No, but I, I actually think that we should start a band called The Prophylactics and okay. where we just drop condom slang like all the time. Like anti-casein, boom, <laughs> anti-barebacking. Just those are the first two hits <laughs> on the Prophylactics album. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. yeah. EP coming out soon. Yeah, look, look for it. Any mm-hmm. other personal stories on condoms you want to share? Well, you know, again, I've definitely had some break. I even I even talked about uh, sometimes when I do stand up how I'm just like scared of condoms breaking like it just scares the living hell out of me like every time growing up I always made sure I was wearing condoms because it just was like frightening you're like oh god especially when you're in college and you're just like a lot of fun going on you're like it's like okay let's let's do this I was very like boom 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 and then after a while at the same time the depressing part is is when you like the condoms get old and you never used them, and you didn't have that many to begin with, it's always like, oh, okay. That didn't end as fulfilling as I wish. I should have bought a smaller box. Oh. Uh, but that happens. Yeah, that, that's, that's what kind of a... But I kept it very routine for quite a while. And then, and then sometimes you get relationships, and you don't, you don't do it as often. You're yeah. in a relationship now? Yep. And again, I haven't used a condom in a long time. Like, we've discussed it for, like... Just like, you know, role-playing kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, oh, it'd be nice if you knew. It'd be like, I mean, you know, like cheating on each other. It'd be fun. And then it's like, and then when it comes to like putting on the condom, you're like, no, I don't, I don't want to do it. Let's just do it like we always do it. That's <laughs> so. funny. I've actually worked with quite a few clients where they're looking for ways to get back into the energy of the relationship. And one of my suggestions is to dress your penis up, put a condom on it, figure out different brands, different styles, different textures. And... Dress it up. I love that. That sounds great. Yeah. That, that sounds like a great way to be like, hey, yeah. Especially the new things out there. Just go mix it up. Have fun. The tuxedos. The tuxedos. Is they're, that the one where you're like, opaque your, black. Your, your penis has a tuxedo? No. They look like, okay, go on. There, it's just opaque black. If you want a print, though, yeah. uh, you like... can pay a lot of money and get images put on condoms. Really? Yeah. Oh. And I was thinking, let's look it up, actually. I want to okay. say that. The company who does them did a, a batch of them to show off their skills. Yeah. And they chose to put Obama on the condoms. Oh, Obama on the condoms. Right? What a great move. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. I'm just trying well, to think look what, it up. what other images I would want on condoms. Like, obviously, if there was like a Batman one, that'd be really cool. Oh. I'd totally be into like a Batman one. Yeah. Yeah. I think, would you put your show's logo on condoms at the same time i think i would put a really sexy storyline on the condoms storyline yeah like something that you could read that's erotica oh and then it would kind of open up 
like the dialogue for role play mm -hmm. at the same time. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. You can even just pick the one that you want. Then I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Okay. That sounds wonderful. I'm trying to think of like a line that would open it up and <laughs> without like not being silly, without being like ridiculous. You're so hard. You're so hard. Okay. That's simple. That's simple. At the same time, you're so hard. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But again, I, I am a fan of the Obama condom. Yeah, that's the best one. I don't know. In my memory, I can see it, but I don't know if it was mock-up or a real thing. It was great. Yeah, that does sound wonderful. Right? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're getting pleasured by the most powerful person in the world who's also beautiful and kind. Yeah, he's a, he's a nice guy. <laughs> he's a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that is. How to get fucked by a nice guy. Yeah. Condoms, Obama style. Okay, I have a story Go. that I have actually told in an episode of Sexplanations called Vagina Mystery Solved, but I want to know what you think. So I was in college and having sex vaginally, penile vaginally with a mm -hmm. partner, and it ended. And I was just like, yeah, this is not working for me. Bye. Like mid-coitus. And oh. uh, he didn't say anything about the condom not being on his penis still or taking the condom off or there was really no conversation around it. Was that the stealthing? Was that considered stealthing? Or? No. Okay. okay. But a week later, I'm sitting on the toilet and I, I wipe front to back, uh -huh. right? Just yeah. to, like, I've gone to the bathroom, wipe yeah, front yeah. to back, yeah. and I feel this wormy, squirming, gross thing. Oh. And the condom is making its way out of me a week oh. later. I've heard of this you have? with with other, other ladies. Yeah, how the condom can disappear and it comes out later on. It's weird that it just doesn't come out. It just hangs out. Is that because the muscles are tight? Yes, again, it's not but a, it's sad to me that yeah. there wasn't conversation around that. Oh, yeah. Which is probably the reason why I had this person stop having sex with me in the first place of like... This doesn't feel right. Clearly, you're not into sharing. Yeah. Yeah, you're just not one of those. And I get, yeah. You're the kind of person that leaves a condom inside of a woman. And doesn't say anything? Yeah. That's a special kind of, like, weirdo. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> I hope he's listening. Like, He's probably better now. He probably holds, like, condom support groups or something like that. Oh, that's a nice way to look at the yeah, world. That's way, that's way Everyone's be, rehabilitating themselves. on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, any condom... Happy stories that we oh, can end with? Uh, no, I was going to say, uh, when I had mine, um, I had when I was, like, first starting to have sex, like, still kind of new mm -hmm. to, like, getting out of virginity, I had a condom break. And and then we went to, of course, we went and got the plan B pill, which is the advice thing, just to be safe, because mm -hmm. we were both, like, 19. And while we were there getting the, the plan B pill, I locked my keys in my car. And, and the partner I was with at the time, like, ran away to take the plan B pill. And I remember being, like... 18 years old and just being like completely distraught at like the whole situation being like, Oh my no. God, what is going on? Like looking back, it was like the most least mature way to handle anything. But it was like, I mean, the, the proper steps we took were great, but like locking your keys in the car, both parties freaking out was like the like worst thing ever. <laughs> I was like gun shy for a while. No, that's not a happy story at all. No, no. But I mean, it can also be a really great time. Sometimes condoms can. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a happy story that you yeah. want to share about condoms? Well, let's see. I feel like a Debbie Downer now, so you can't leave on like No, I like, mean, shit, I, shit one on thing it. that I used to love doing was going to this um, teen recovery center where they did a month-long inpatient 
drug rehabilitation for teenagers. Uh-huh. And I would go in there and I would offer a series of sex education classes. And I love just bringing this bag full of condoms and let them tear open the packages and uh-huh. unroll them onto their arms or their legs or their heads, anything that I could do to get them to have physical experiences with those condoms. Yeah. Because it removed the taboo and the shame and the mystery around it. And suddenly they had an idea about how the material worked or what its function was. And to familiarize themselves with which direction it rolled and unrolled without ever having to say, like, kids, you want to prevent STIs and condoms and you have to do this and this banana. It was more adventuresome for them and they had more autonomy over it. I think I think that's fantastic because I would say one of the critiques I had is growing up in the public education system that is Montana mm-hmm. is that they never they always said like yeah use condoms or like don't have sex because that was like the abstinence thing mm-hmm. and I think something like that like you're doing where you get to really like see the condom not be afraid of it like I still remember when you're like first using a condom like you don't really know how it works at the same time like again like luckily I practiced but it's like it's too it's too much. It's like, you're like, how does this, I don't know, this is going to yeah. go on my penis. This is like tight and secure. It's like that, that works like that. Especially for the first time. Yeah. Um, you know. I think that's a great idea. Keep up what you're doing. I Thank think that's you. fantastic. Thanks, John. Now all of you know how to incorporate condoms into your lives. Just buy a ton of them. Here we have, what do we have? Yeah, what, what kinds are you working with over here? We've got night lights, which are glow in the dark. Interesting. Okay. Uh, plain Durex. We've got one brand condoms, which are one of my favorites because they have a, a circular packaging. And then they put cool slogans on the front uh, using their brand name One. So this one says Address One. Cool. Um, this is a Trojan Magnum. And this is a Rough Rider Studded, which I am not a fan of. The, the textured condoms are really hard for me. I feel like I'm being scratched on the inside of my body. Oh, yeah. But it's still a really good thing for people to explore so that they can figure that out for themselves. They can touch the ribs or they can touch the studs and say, oh, yeah, I am totally into that or not my thing. No, yeah. Figure it out for yourself. Go play. Yeah. Right? Go that, play. That's kind of like, go play. <laughs> Here are your tools. Go, go make something. Go, <laughs> go make something. All right. Um, do you have a condom joke that you want to tell? Um, not, I mean, I have a few for the stage, but I don't, I don't know if they really, it's up to you. Maneuver. No, I think I'm all right. I think I'm okay. I mean, there's, there's always, I would say just, you know, like wear them because, uh, if you don't, you know, bad things happen. I always make the joke though, how they, how, when they break, it's like, and they're obviously not the hex ones. It's like a machete just chopped through like your penis and just cut through the condom. And now it's completely open and it's a whole new arena. And sometimes you're just not ready for it. So. Sometimes it can be brutal, so always have extras on hand, I think, at the same time. That's great advice. Keep them under the sink, near the tampons. Again, let the family know. (laughs) That's what what I'm going to leave with. It's like, keep the condoms under the sink, near the tampons. Yeah. Okay. I think I would just say to get them, have them, as many kinds as you can afford to play with. And there are probably clinics by you or places where you can you know, write into her call and they'll send you sample packets. I guess on this, what do you do with expired condoms? Just out of curiosity. You give them to sexologists and educators so that they can There we go. Let their students roll them on like socks. So yeah. If you don't, you don't have them or if you have too many and they're expired, give them away. 
or use them on your sex toys. Yeah. Or, or to for practice, masturbation. Or to yeah. practice with the condom on. Exactly. We've come yeah. full circle. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. All right. All right. So announcements. We have a new Sexplanation Stay Curious shirts for sale at DFTBA.com. You can go to Patreon.com slash Podcast to support the show and AdamandEve.com to get 50% off toys. I want to thank Cinema Studios for all the sound editing of our show, Complexly for production, and our co-host for this episode, John Howard. You can find John on his own weekly podcast or bi-weekly podcast, Hump Day Happy Hour, where he and his partner talk about food and sex. Here is your homework for next time. Assignments are not always bad, so here's some extra credit. Make a list of all the ways you take care of your sexuality, not just the ways that you protect yourself with condoms and getting tested, but things like coming out, good hygiene, and masturbation. And Cora and Paro, I'm still learning. <laughs>